Hi, welcome back to the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Today we are going to be talking about how to have a simple Christmas. I'm Katie and I have built a business based on the love of helping other women. In the 10 years I've been a mother, I have had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I have been so lost but have found my way back again and that is what now drives me forward, a passion to help other mothers do the same. So each week I will share practical and tangible advice to help you take back control of your home and your life. You are enough. It is time you start believing it. This is the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Christmas is overwhelm. There's no getting around it. There's the tree, there's the decorations, there's the lights, there's the music, there's the gift buying, gift giving, gift receiving, the mess that goes along with everything, the waste, the food. It makes it sound a bit negative, but it isn't, of course. It's the most wonderful time of the year, but it does bring with it a lot of stress and overwhelm. My goal by the end of this episode is to have given you some ideas on how to reduce that overwhelm so that you can actually enjoy the festive period. The first thing I would like to share with you is something that I have done for the past maybe four or five years. I've shared it on Instagram before and people are always like, oh my God, this is amazing. How did I not know this sooner? You might already know it. You might have seen me sharing it or other people. It's not unique to me. I certainly didn't make it up. But it is something that has helped me to simplify Christmas, but also birthdays. And it is something that I hope that you will take into your homes too. It is a simple poem that helps you when buying gifts for your children. It could also be, I do it, my husband and I do it for each other as well. But also, as well as helping you when buying the gifts, it helps the receiver of the gifts to know what to expect. It all stemmed from years ago... I felt like I needed to get loads of presents for my eldest daughter, Grace. And I think it's because I grew up with my mum always lavishing me with gifts. Not expensive gifts necessarily, but just loads and loads of gifts. Like one year, I'm sure she got me about 30 presents. I grew up quite spoiled and didn't even realise I was passing that along to my own daughter. But one year, we had bought her quite a few things and she turned round to her dad my husband and said is that it and we just looked at each other and thought oh my goodness what monster have we created here and from that point on I decided that I needed to manage her expectations make her more grateful for what she got rather than just giving her so much that it just became noise around her but also manage spending because we were spending a fortune on a child that didn't really appreciate the fact that we'd spent a fortune she just wanted loads and loads of gifts and then 
Well, we all know what happens. Those gifts turn into clutter in our homes, which just give more stress. So we're spending all the money giving to an ungrateful child because they have so much. It just doesn't mean anything to them. And then they end up on the floor and bursting out of cupboards. So enough was enough. And I heard of this poem and it has changed Christmas and birthdays for us. It goes like this. Something they want something they need, something to wear, something to read, something to do. And I always put a I love you at the end. And I label each gift so they know that it's the something they want, the something they need and whatever. So they know exactly they get five gifts plus a gift from Father Christmas. And personally, and I know everyone does it differently, we, uh, Father Christmas just gives one gift in this house um and it just means that those five gifts are the same for each child not the same actual gift but they all get the something they want they all get a something they need and so it's not oh have i been fair have i got it, it's so much easier and also if you know that you're you know something to wear that's easy you know it helps narrow the focus down to okay what do they what can I get them to wear? Is it a new hat? Is it a new nighty? Is it a new, I don't even, a coat, you know, whatever, a party dress for the season. So it just helps you to focus your mind when you're gift buying, because gift buying can be overwhelming. I mean, I have three children. So the fact that I know, right, I need to get three books. I need to get three something to wear, three something that they need, which will be different for each child. And then something to do, that could be an experience, it could be something crafty, some Lego, you know, something that they, you know, hands on. And it's just made everything so much simpler. So it's it's unburdened me of what the hell do I buy for anyone? And I, I don't do it for extended family. So, you know, for my mum, I will just buy her one gift. My sister, I'll buy her one gift. But for my husband, we try to, to do it. Um, sometimes we'll do a shared thing. So there's something to do. We might get an experience for ourselves. We'll go and book ourselves into a spa or something. But uh, for the children, certainly it's the five things. And I do it for birthdays as well. And they just know what to expect. There's no, oh, is that it? No, because they know that is what they get and they're fine with it you know I mean we all know children are happy with an empty cardboard box they do not need a ton of stuff the something they want that is for them to come to me with their Christmas list and I have explained to them so that now they know but you know when I first introduced it one thing. So you can give me a list of 10 different things and I will choose something from that list that I think will be great and that you will enjoy the most. Because, I mean, I used to let Grace go through the Argos catalogue and just like rip out all the things that she wanted and stick them on a piece of paper. She wanted any old tap. She didn't really, you know, know what she wanted. She just, everything colourful and whatever. So I say, right, you give me a list and I will choose something that I know you will love the most so it's from it's something that they want but I have chosen you know unless it's something that they really really want and they just like that's the one thing there's only one thing I want then fine but if they just don't really know 
get them to give you a selection and you choose the one thing. And obviously that list can also go to Father Christmas and he can choose something from that list to give as well or several things, however you do it. But I just don't feel the pressure when buying gifts now. I just write down everybody's name and then down the side I write down want, need, where, read, do and then I just write some ideas down and it's done. There is no more pressure, no more stress. And also it doesn't cost a fortune because, I mean, books you can pick up on Amazon for sort of a fiver or less sometimes. The do, like I say, it could just be a, a promise. It could be a, we're going to go to the park every day of the year. You know, it doesn't have to be expensive, expensive, expensive. Children don't care about the money. They just want a fun day with fancy wrapping paper. I love wrapping paper. Um, well, not wrapping paper. My my, what I love to do is ribbons. Actually, so we use brown paper, but I make it fancy with ribbons and and like embellishments and things like that. So the presents are the fun bit. It doesn't really matter what's inside. Like I said, kids just would be happy with an empty box at the end of the day. So that's the first thing: is taking away the burden of what on earth do I buy. At the end result of, oh God, I've bought 50 presents per child, where do we put them all? I mean, there's a video online of a family that have got, I think, three or four children and they bought them about 100 presents each. Go and look up the video, type in something like, I, I don't even know what you type in, like family, hundreds of presents, Christmas Day or something like that and you'll see it and I just, my instant feeling was, where are they going to put all that stuff? <laughs> I don't, I don't want all that stuff in my house. So the next thing is managing what comes in from outside. So you obviously have control over what you buy and ultimately what ends up in your house. Managing what else comes in from other people is really difficult. Um, but if you are determined not to have a house full of stuff, it's important to guide people. You can't, you can't really uh, tell people not to get gifts. Um, one, it's not fair on the children. I think, you know, it's not fair on the giver either. They want to give things, but you can guide them towards things that, you know, the children will need. Um, or you can steer them away from presents altogether. My husband's aunt one year bought us a family ticket to Harry Potter world. So no gift in terms of material goods entering the house, but we had the best time. And it's not something that I would necessarily have spent money on, but she wanted to get us something. And so she got us an experience day. And so you could suggest that instead of, she could have got us, I, I don't even know what else, but it would have been stuff. So, you know, if people ask, what would you, you know, what would the kids like for Christmas? That's your opportunity to go, oh, we're trying to reduce the amount of stuff that comes into the house, but they would really love a trip to Peppa Pig World, although I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't wish that on anyone, actually, to go there. Somewhere more fun, I don't know, Legoland, you know, or they, they love books, or they need some new clothes, or whatever, you know, that's fine. And children, they just love opening presents. So they're not going to go, oh, I only got clothes. 
well, your, you know, Father Christmas got them the fun gift. How many fun gifts do they, they need, you know? So managing what comes in from you, managing what comes in from other members of family. The next thing is managing your expectations of what makes a good Christmas. I want you to think back to your Christmases as a child, assuming we all had happy Christmases. My memory of Christmases were not going to visit Santa, going ice skating, going to a farm to do a Christmas trail, going to a steam train, going on the North Pole Express or whatever. It wasn't doing all of those things. One, we didn't. We didn't have a lot of money. But I did never felt like I was missing out because I wasn't doing those things. The thing that made Christmas for me was being at home with my family, opening the presents, watching NAF TV and all the Christmas movies, highlighting all the things that we were going to watch in the Radio Times. I love that. Literally my favourite thing about Christmas. Eating our selection boxes for breakfast. They were the things. And, And none of that was expensive besides obviously buying the presents but otherwise it was just family time and being together and having the Christmas music. I as a teenager was going to marry Taylor Hanson. Do you remember Hanson, the three blonde brothers? They have, I mean I you need to go and order their Christmas CD right now. I Probably you'd have to get it on mp3. Do they even make CD players anymore? I don't know. Uh, But their Christmas soundtrack, oh my God, the best Christmas soundtrack ever. I love it. Just lifts my heart. Still want to marry Taylor Hanson one day when I'm a grown-up. Things like that. Listening to, I mean, I'd say cheesy music, but it's awesome. I'm having nothing bad said against the Hanson brothers whatsoever. But listening to music like that and being at home with my family, that is what made Christmas for me. So think about what made Christmas for you as a child. That is what you need to bring forward. Don't be influenced by Instagram, Facebook, adverts, YouTube videos or whatever, where you feel like, oh, God, everyone's taking their child on the Polar Express train. I need to book tickets to do that. Everyone's taking their children on the Christmas light extravaganza at uh, Longleat is one place that does it. Obviously, we're not all going down to Longleat, but you know what I mean. Everybody is going to their local farm and doing a Christmas trail or they're having breakfast with Father Christmas or they're doing this or this or this. You don't need to do that. Your children do not need to experience those things to have a good Christmas. You do not need to bankrupt yourself to have a good Christmas. Being together, having fun together is the main aim. It's all about being together. It's family time. That being said, if you really want to go and do one of those things, feel free. We have a surprise planned for our children that quite honestly, has bankrupted me, but it is a once in a lifetime experience I'm super excited to do. We won't ever do it again because it was super expensive, but it's something that I, well, personally, it was what I wanted to do. Forget the children I wanted to do, but it is not necessary. We have had very budget Christmases for as long as we've had children. That's 10 years 
of budget Christmases because there is just no need to go overboard. Just no need. On that note, I'm going to say something now to hopefully save whoever is listening from starting out on the journey that unfortunately I started out on. Do not invite elves into your house. Do not do it. We have five elves in our house. Five. Honestly, the lead up to Christmas is my least favourite time. I get stressed out. The elves forget to do anything in the night and I wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night because I remember that the elves need to have done something. Very stressful. Very stressful. Wish I could go back in time and not have had the first elf, let alone thought it would be a good idea for each child to have their own elf. And then I had a third child and of course now they need an elf. And oh well, granny has found mummy's old elf that she had. Well, how come daddy doesn't have an elf? Oh, they've even suggested that the dog needs an elf. Do I need a sixth elf? No, I do not. So do not. If you've already started, you know my pain. I know your pain. If you haven't already started this, do not do it. Don't give in. Your children don't need to experience elf magic. They do not. That being said, if you have already started this tradition, I have got a very helpful post on my blog that I will link in the caption below that has some great ideas for toddler activities, you know, not too complex ideas, uh, going up to a little bit older as well. So if you're stuck for ideas, I have got a very handy post with visual clues as to what to do as well. So sometimes, you know, all you want to do is see a photo. I've got a photo post with lots of different ideas. So if you are stuck for ideas, save my post and you can use it when you are coming downstairs at four o'clock in the morning in a blind panic. I am not going to sit here and talk about a simplified food system over Christmas. I think Christmas is a time when we all just need to eat the chocolate and the mince pies. So I'm not going to go into that. But hopefully my poem, something they want, something they need, something to wear, something to read and something to do will help you to manage their expectations, but also your stress will be reduced when you are trying to think of things to buy. There are adaptations. If you Google the poem, there's there's other adaptations for younger children. And if you think "Mm, five, five is a bit too fewer presents for my liking, there are extended versions as well with like something to eat and something to listen to I, I can't remember we do the five one but there's ones of three there's ones of seven there's there's variations managing what comes into your house from friends and relatives managing your expectations of what you think Christmas should look like just remember Christmas is about being together as long as you keep that in mind don't let anything else cloud that judgment just remember, it is your home, it is your Christmas, it is up to you what you invite in. I hope that has been useful. Do let me know. You can always message me on Instagram or you can email me 
All of my details are down below. See you next time.